good afternoon, and I would say good night, but that would mean you weren't listening. My name is Declan Canty, and this is a Canty Conversation. Now, the wind is blowing because I'm walking and talking here because something has just come to my mind, and that is how we are. Does that make sense? A word that you probably understand better about how we are is conditioning. You know what I mean? Not air conditioning, although I could use some in this hot Miami sun. I'm talking about the kind of conditioning that we don't realize about ourselves. Like we react in certain ways to certain people and certain things in certain places. Yes, those are nouns, but I'm not talking about nouns. I'm talking about conditioning. And the reason that we react to those places is sort of how we are, we are brought up. You know what I mean? We think that we move from our neighborhood or we leave our parents home or we raise a child and the conditioning is gone but what we don't realize is that our subconscious rests the things that we are you know conscious to not not always conscious to do it like for instance if you are a European American child or a, like a Caucasian child, you might not realize why you turn and uh, turn away or like feel slightly uncomfortable when you see someone who was not brought up in your neighborhood, someone of a, a skin depiction that was not, that did not look like you. And, and that's conditioning. So to delve deeper into that, I, I, I've instance, in instances I've noticed that people are being called racist or, um, you know, things of that nature or homophobic and things of that nature. And it's just, it's really not them. It's their conditioning. I'm not playing the devil's advocate. I'm just telling you like it is. And so like growing up, and all of you can relate all of you can relate to the fact that there were certain things that you did not get to see in your daily life in school at work and even adults like this is not this is not something that's just you know growing up this is something that goes on for years you know what i mean this is something that you like those things that you were not used to um and they make it makes you feel uncomfortable and it makes you feel uncomfortable because you were conditioned for for it to make you feel uncomfortable like there was there was on the playground for instance on the merry-go-round um there if you saw certain children on there you wouldn't get on there it wasn't their personality it was simply the color of their skin and that's just the truth to be told uh and it would it prevent it would prevent you from wanting to associate with those people um and that's conditioning so whether or not you like you think you're into you know rap music that's because you grew up in an urban neighborhood and you are you know you think that's the the status quo because you were conditioned to think so you think that you're a more important person if you date um, someone out of your race um, for black people. Let me let me touch on this subject. So, for instance, um, which is which is uh, what uh, sort of inspired this conversation. Um, I grew up around a lot of women, right? A lot of African American women in an urban neighborhood, and I always wonder what their desire was to date white men, right? You know, because I'm black, I'm chocolate. 
you know, but they were all, and it's not even white men. Where, for me growing up, it was like they were always attracted to Puerto Rican men. And it was like, I was always wondering their desire to do so. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, yeah, there's a lot of cute Puerto Ricans, but there's a lot of cute chocolate men too. So I'm wondering why is just in them to want to, like, and I, we, you know, we've, we've done things in situations like, I'm just like him, just darker skinned. You know what I mean? So I was, I was just always wondering why. And that's when, and at that young age, like I grew up way before my time. I gotta be honest with you. Um, so the world is a very, a very different place from my perspective than it is from yours. And I, and so wondering that I was like, she wouldn't date me. And this was a she at the time. I wasn't out the closet, but I did know I was gay. Um, we're the same like a spitting image of one another and it, she would still prefer him and i was just like huh there's got to be more to it so i me and my mind and my thoughts was just like it's the way we are it's the way we are and because of it we don't realize that all of it's not our fault like it, it takes a village to raise a child and so when I asked them, we sit in, we sat in um, a, a group of females and myself sat and had a conversation. And I was like, what do you get out of like, like, who do you look up to? Who do you idolize? And almost all of them said um, either white women or lighter skinned women. And this was a, a room of brown skinned girls that I was talking to. And I thought, hey okay well let's look let's look deeper into that and when i look deeper it is like they would model themselves after um these women that were dating successful men it just so happened that these women that were dating successful men were lighter skinned and or you know well to do themselves for whatever reason and that's really that's really the only reason it was like money plays a, a huge role in the way that we live our lives especially when you don't come from it and so that's something that i for one understand because i've never come from money i've like when you say you got a silver spoon i grew up with a plastic spoon if that sometimes i had to use my fingers you know what i'm saying so I, that's just how i i feel about that but the conditioning is that success was equated to or equaled up to what your skin complexion was and that's just the way that they think because you know coming up you look at hollywood you look at politics you look at you know anything sports you look and you see that the most successful people in those industries usually were especially in our day and time were of lighter complexion so you ask like why Beyonce or Nicki Minaj or you know some of these prominent artists in the industry skins get lighter and it's just because that's what you know they equate success to that's what those fans are are looking forward it's like you look more like me and the sad truth about that is because of the conditioning that we have been brought up in uh it's because majority of the buyers of their music of their acts of their talents 
make are they are made to think look that complexion when really they forget about the grassroots of it all those those lighter complexion people are not the ones who are diehard fans you know what i mean it's usually us of darker skin who will be like who will argue and fight you if you say if you say rihanna is better than beyonce there are people who go at war you know at war about it and and those are usually people like us um and that's really who who's the core of that fan base which people forget um because they can't always afford it they feel like they have to show their love through just being that diehard fan we'll sing your songs will you know share your songs and do that and all they'll just do is buy it but really the reason that it's come to their attention is because of us you know what i mean we sit and we're talking about beyonce we want to be beyonce we want to be Nicki minaj we want to be those people and so they they become into their artists otherwise would not have known anything about it because you know you know they have that black friend like I'm, i just like to keep it real this is a candid conversation so that's what i'm gonna do a lot of them wouldn't have known about artists like Rihanna or Beyonce if it wasn't for us wanting to be so much like them. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for us wanting to walk in that light. If it wasn't for us wanting their hair, their nails, you know, dating their man. You know what I mean? And so, and that's just what it is. And so, other than that, the, the conditioning also starts from schooling, right? So we think that school isn't important because we're we're people who don't come from privilege. So we have to sit at home and raise as a big brother and raise our little brother and sister. We have to sit at home as an aunt and raise our sister's child. You know what I mean? We have to do all of that. And that's just something that that's a that's an aspect of our lives that they will never understand is having to provide for someone that you are not it is not your responsibility to provide for and that being said it gets to a point where it's okay it's okay to think that all right if this is all i gotta do if i gotta talk proper which is something that i can't stand um is when they say talk white but what they really mean is talk proper as if the only person people in this world who can talk proper are white or lighter skinned um no it's called proper english it's called talking proper it's not called talking white i refuse to give credit for being educated to a white man or woman and i'm not a racist this is something that a lot of people know a lot of my favorite people happen to be white skinned um and i i say white skinned because they still call us black uh we're brown you're kind of pinkish you know beige-ish but you still call us black so i'll still call you white and that's how i feel about it uh and the conditioning began you know from those days of feeling lesser than feeling inferior to the wider race because of slavery like and we still have it even in 2020 haven't completely erased that from our mind and i would prefer that us as a community as a society wouldn't dwell on it because it keeps us back it keeps us back in those eight those dark ages um if we move forward and look at our success as as opposed to looking at our past as as opposed to looking at what we couldn't do then but what we can do now i think is an important way to overcome that conditioning of being subservient to a white man um and that goes for the hispanic culture too they think that being gardeners or maids is a lesser than but honey you getting paid you know what i mean like go get your money money somebody gotta do it 
somebody's going to garden those yards. Somebody's going to, you know, fold those blankets and do that linen or whatever the case may be. Somebody's got to stock the shelves at the supermarket. But in our minds, we feel we still feel like lesser. We feel like less than because we're not sitting at the Trump Tower being a CEO. We're not sitting over at the Hyatt or the Marriott. You know what I mean? As you know, the, the, we're not Paris Hilton. You know what I mean? And we never will be if we think that, you know, that is the only way to be Paris Hilton. You know what I mean? And that's 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 somebody I, I truly adore. So don't I'm not throwing shade at her. I'm just saying you can't like she's born with a silver spoon, but she's completely down to earth. And my thing is, you're never going to be like them. Like that lifestyle. If you were already born and there was no silver spoon in your mouth, you have to realize there is not a day where it's just going to pop into your mouth. Like it's still going to be plastic until you make it silver. And and you're not going to do that by aspiring to be like them. You're going to do that by wanting to be better than them. You know what I mean? As Ric Flair said, to be the to be the best, you got to beat the best. You know what I mean? But if you always uh, if you always yearning or wanting to be the same as your idol you may not ever get there Uh, want to be better and if you can't if you think you can't be better than your idol why do you think you can't you can't be your idol you know what i mean does that make sense if you think that you can't surpass what your idol is doing why even try like i'm gonna shoot right to where you know Madonna is you know what I mean that's what my goal is to be like Madonna no don't ever say that always say to yourself my goal is to be better than Madonna but the reason you might think that you can't is because of your conditioning you think it's at this point you might think it's impossible to ever reach that goal change that mindset that's your conditioning change that mindset say I can be I can do you know what I mean speak it into fruition don't let society and the people around you bring you down because that's where it comes from we for us african americans and other you know diversity minorities um we had to we didn't get schooling the way that they did so they'll make you feel dumb you know what i mean we didn't get clothing the way they did they did so they'll make you feel poor they'll make you feel lesser than please rock what you got there's no need to keep up with people who have more money than you that's not how you do it it's 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 just you gotta you gotta figure you didn't they didn't work as hard you have to work hard you have to work twice as hard to get half as much because we are not them please realize it quickly serving them does not get you there it will never get you there the key to success is not serving someone who is more successful than you it's trying to beat someone who is more successful than you and that's just how i feel your conditioning will have you thinking oh in order to keep up with the joneses i have to wear this chain i have to drive that car i have to to wear those sneakers i have to to live in this place in this mansion you know what i mean i have to i have to keep up appearances all that does is spend your money you know what i mean and your conditioning has you thinking 
that if you're spending money and you look flashy, then you're successful. But then once it's gone, it, it, it makes you want to do anything and everything to get it, right? Because you're not saving it. You're just spending it willy-nilly. But your mindset is, if I can keep up appearances and people believe it and you feel some sort of validation when people think that you are part of a 1% that you never will touch because honestly the people in the 1% Bill Gates for instance will soon wear a t-shirt and a pair of jeans and go buy a burger at McDonald's before some of the lavish things that we do with our money and that's just the God's honest truth because money is not the goal because they have it and so since they have it, they, it just sits there. That's how they remain billionaires and millionaires. Because people treat them like billionaires and millionaires. And so they really don't have to ever worry about earning another dollar because they already treat it like the creme de la creme when really the people who are making their money are on this ground floor. The staff at that hotel, if they walked out, they were beating a hotel. You don't understand what I'm saying? So it's you. So don't aspire to be them. Be better than them. You're their arms and legs and always will be if you don't aspire to be better. Now, when you get in a place where you can provide, don't forget you were, don't forget your arms and legs either. You know what I mean? Your conditioning will have you thinking that it's just, if you could just get, if I could just win $500,000, if I could just win a million dollars, no, you can earn it. You can earn it if you stay true to who you are and stay true to your goals. You can earn that. No one has to give it to you. No one has to hand it to you. You power through. You can, I, I like, I'm somebody who will go to the grave always wanting to work for it. I don't want a single handout in my life. If you prevent me from working for it, if there's obstacles in the way of, I'll clear those obstacles and that's how I'm going to put that. Period. But you can do it. Like, it's just, they, they want to keep you discouraged. They want to keep you like that in a place where you feel like the only way to do it is to, you know, is to bow or be subservient to a white man. And that's just what I will always refuse to believe. And all, there's so many plots and schemes. Trust me, I get it. It is not easy. I get it. For those of you who've already given in to, to, the, to the world around you, I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to tell you. You don't have to. If you did, you can stop. Ain't nothing impossible. So since it's for those people who think there is no coming back from that conditioning of, okay, you know, this is, you know what I mean? People like, I was sitting here some, I was sitting the other day and I heard somebody older than me, like old as dirt black man call some white man their supreme leader. And I looked around like, what? For what? He laying across from you. As upset that I was, I had to understand which brought up this conversation, that was his condition. He is somebody who thinks that the white man will always be better than him. It almost killed me. I wanted to just go off, but I didn't. I had to realize that is truly what he thinks. 
And it always will be unless he hears a conversation like this and learns from a conversation like this. And, and, and back to what I was saying earlier, as far as the women are concerned, or men even, like I'm a gay man, so like as far I was I was never thought that I would have to lighten my skin to get a man. And that's just God's honest truth, but with the women that I was talking to, they thought they had to model themselves after women who were able to get that man. You know what I mean? They had to to have the long, beautiful hair. They had to have the makeup and the and the lashes. They had to do all of that because they thought that was the only way to get a successful man like that. They had to talk sexually and be provocative and dress, you know, provocatively because that that way they thought that was the only way conditioning to get a man. And it's interesting um, to think that now, even after they got they got like all of that done, breast augmentations, facelifts, and all of that, they're still single. They're still single, and it's sad to, because I know everything that they went through to attract a certain kind of man, and they thought that that's what get them. Now, I've had women come up to me and tell them that unattractive men treat them like gold, like queens, like the end-all, be-all of the world. And that's because they are more concerned about their personality than their outer beauty. Really, truly, beauty is only skin deep. And that is somebody who will love you. When you can walk down the street in your pajamas and they still try to holler at you. And it's not because their wiener's hard or any, anything like that. But it's because they know you and they feel your aura. Like somebody like you've been dating or been friends with for a while. Usually that's how dating starts. Your friends first. And they just love everything about you. Um, it's how that starts. And I think that before ever tying a knot with anybody you should make sure you can take your hair out around them you should make sure that you can take your makeup off you should make sure that you can you know walk around in in slippers you know what i mean you should make sure that you can heat up a pack of ramen noodles instead of like being like Chef Boyardee. You know what I mean? You should make sure that, like, that's before, like, I would date anybody. You should be, you should make, what, well, uh, long story short is you should be, make sure you should be able to be comfortable around them. Um, and that's just how I feel. Uh, so as far as what this topic was about, which is conditioning, it's, I see that there's a lot of things going on in the world. I'm not turning a blind eye to it. I'm just not going to touch on... I'm just going to be very frank with you. I'm not touching on it because it's been done over and over again. It's not making us look good. Um, and my thing is... We are conditioned to to feel a certain type of way when something happens. Like It's just... We act in a way that is not going to further accelerate America. You know what I mean? And that's all I'm really gonna say. We have to we have to break that. We have to break those chains. We've been conditioned and until we recognize our conditioning and why we do the things we do, even when we don't wanna do it. When you feel like I'm about to do this, but everything in my body is like no. 
just know that you were conditioned. And so I'm not making excuses for your conditioning any longer. From this point on, I'm going to, I'm someone, and if you want to join me in this fight, I'm someone who's going to point out, you know you're wrong, so don't do it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you feel my presence. I'm going to let you know I'm someone who's broken the chains of conditioning. And if I can do it, God damn it, so can one of you. I don't care if three of you can do it. I just know that I'm not the only one that can rise above what has been institutionalized. So we've been institutionalized to feel. Now we think institutionalized like some mental institution. No. Institutionalization can happen in your community. Like if you're in the same neighborhood, it doesn't have to be a building that's institutionalizing you. To think the way that your neighborhood thinks. To stay the routine that your neighborhood makes routine of. And so that's conditioning. You know what I mean? So I'm someone who's not going to bow to the system. I'm going to break the system. I'm going to break the glass ceiling. And I'd love for you to join me. But you got to be able to wear your, wear your boots, strap your boots up, and be prepared for that. And if not, I understand it. And because I understand some of you are too weak to do that, if you're still around after the revolution's won, then by all means, tag along. Um, and that has been a Canton Conversation. Thank you for listening. Uh, and I'll catch you next time.